Yo, 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 this is Ed Talks in here. If you haven't thought about starting a podcast, go to anchor.fm. And that's his website. That's where you can download the app and then be able to spread your podcast all around the internet. Now, you know, this is Ed Talks. You can talk about anything as long as it's fly. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but y'all got to listen to this story to understand where's my mind. Somebody got to send some positive vibes back to me and help me out, man. So I've been doing affirmations on meeting my soulmate and enhancing the person in my next relationship. And all my exes, all the girls that I have mind altered through all my philosophies and shit, you know, I'm barely realizing now that my philosophies don't ain't the other person's philosophies. You know, just because I done came up with this shit doesn't mean that they that that's what they doing. You know, my philosophy is mine. You know, I feel like a lot of things. You know, I'm not a not a man racist. I'm not a gender hatred hater. You know, what I'm saying I'm not hating on nobody for doing their thing. You know, excuse my language, but you got to let a bitch be a bitch and you got to let a hoe be a hoe. Unless they want to change, you cannot change them. So that's my game, right? Sometimes I date off too early. You know, I get in a relationship with a girl and she's a straight out thotty. We call them thotty. We call them ones that, are, uh, you know, got the sex energy. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then we could talk energies too. I know that well too. If they got a lot of lust and sex energies on them, when they walk into a room, every Negro that's in tune with that energy is gonna is gonna go. They gonna look right up on that, you know, ass in the jeans, tight skirts, titties popping out. They know. They know that what's going on. So, you know, sometimes you date too fast and you run into women with a lot of lust energy. And then sometimes you date too fast and you don't know what you're doing. You know, you could be with a real loyal, real loyal woman that she love you so much, she'll do whatever for you. You know, she'll send God to come protect you. That's how much she love you. But, you know, me not knowing what I was getting into, you know, I had to. I do the hit stick, you know what I'm saying? I do the snake from Metal Gear Solid. I stick and move, stick and move, stick and move. And when the game over, I come back alive and I stick and move, stick and move. But today was a real serious issue. I don't know what's wrong with me, but y'all got to listen to this story, man. So, I, like I said, I've been working my affirmations. These are some of my affirmations. I'm an enhanced person in my next relationship. I'm going to enhance the person in my next relationship. I'm going to meet my closest soulmate this year, whatever that means. I'm going to meet my closest soulmate this year, right? So I was saying that for about a week, and then I added on to it yesterday, guys. Yesterday, I said, I'm going to meet my closest soulmate, and we're going to have a conversation. Because when I say I want to meet my closest soulmate, I start running into women that, you know, had that spark in them. But that spark ain't fooling me. That's not love. That's not, that's probably not even lust. That's just 
I need somebody to be around. You know what I'm saying? That ain't this, that's not what I'm looking for. When I say soulmate, I'm talking about somebody who I could see in my dreams that we can dream together. We can go get that mansion together. You know what I'm saying? We can go hit. We can protect ourselves. We won't die out here like that. You know what I'm saying? We ain't going to die in the hood. You know what I'm saying? Ain't, ain't no chance we're going to die in the hood, my soulmate. You understand? Ain't no chance we're going to suffer lack and all that shit. That's out the question. Ain't nobody going to be poor. So I'm looking for that soulmate, right? It's a big difference. Then that girl you seen on the bus with the big chi-chis and the big, big booty. You know, she could have been the soulmate, but... You know, I was some some in me was like, uh, nigga, don't even have a conversation. You know what you're looking for. You know what you're going into. Nigga, just watch the ad bounce when it walk off and just keep it G, nigga. And if something get in the way, then move your head up and keep watching that ass and then just stay out the way. Just game, game over. You know what I'm saying? Then think, and then be like, oh, she might got a boyfriend. That's it. So then when you think like that, then you ain't got nothing. You ain't got to follow up with that. Like, ah, oh, man, I could have. But today I was in the store. And I was like, I was just chilling. You know what I'm saying? Going, I get fragile. I look a little weird in the store. But I go get vet, vases, plates, ceramics. You know, I'm an uppity type of hustler. I started off selling Kool-Aid packs, man. Kool-Aid packs, man. Big bags of sugar, man. And my mama wouldn't even let me. I sneak up in the morning and get all the sugar out the out the cabinet, as much as the fill a Ziploc bag, put it in my bag and take it to school and make money, man. I've been selling Kool-Aid packs and sugar, man. I don't have to lie. Since the sixth grade, I ain't got to lie. You know what made me do that? Because I wanted the Cinnabon. And you know what the Cinnabon said? The Cinnabons was 75 cents. If you ain't had a Cinnabon, you wasn't really doing nothing. You wasn't doing nothing. You ain't had the money to get the Cinnabon. I steal a dollar from somebody just to get a Cinnabon. You don't understand how serious it was. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, the new Cinnabon now, since I'm selling high-end items, luxury items, the new Cinnabon is that bad bitch that I want to pull up out of that Ferrari, up out of that Benzo, up out of that Maserati. That's the motherfucking Cinnabon now. Now it's not going to be a 75 cent thing. It's got to be a 7500 thing. You understand? So things have to grow this is what it has to be. But I've been working on my vision, right? When I was locked up, I was working on my vision. I was seeing myself in a mansion. I was seeing myself with all the rooms that I was depicting. I want me like a library. You know, you create something like I want a shoot range outside. I want a long driveway, blase, blase, all that. So I'm when I'm in jail, I got time to build up this vision. And, you know, I was building it up so much. Then my head, I started to get headaches from this, man. I started to get headaches because I was trying to see this into reality. And I'm a real hard-headed person. If somebody offered me some money right now, I probably would turn it down just off the just off the strength of, I don't know who the fuck you is and why the fuck you. Like, this real, real ignorant shit. Like, I'm kicking myself out of a lot of 
things because I'm ignorant and to a certain extent. I'm not no, I'm not hood ignorant, but I can get on, on the on, on the realm of that type of that type of uh, uh business because well, I was taught, man, we was under strict rules, man. It's just certain shit we just couldn't do. Like even if we wanted to, it's the same now. But now I'm reconditioning myself for the bigger budget. So let's back to the story. So I'm in the goodwill. I'm looking for my fragiles. You know, I gotta make an excuse why I'm in there looking for my fragile. But the whole time I'm pulling classy hoes. Oh man, I can't call them hoes. I gotta call them women. But I'm pulling classy women. They looking at me like, who? Who in the world, son, is this? His mama must have. His mama must have put class in his ball. Gave him some class, cause he coming in here. He buying all of the plates and dishes, and I'm like, oh yeah, my type is about that. About up in that, yeah, yeah, my type, yeah, they like that. My type is the ones that sitting in here, that getting this money. So I'm like, okay, I'm okay, okay. So a young lady, she come through. I look at her. You know, my my podcast spiritual. It's not about nothing else. But my podcast spiritual. Excuse my cuss words. Anybody's fragile spirit. You know, a lot of y'all want to be spiritual gangsters, but you know, y'all gotta leave that trend alone. That's cool, but y'all gotta leave that alone if y'all worried about what cuss words look. But I look to the side and I see some spiritual on this girl, this light skinned girl, right? And when I look, usually when I look at people and I see something spiritual on them, I look away and then I look again and get a good look at their face out of respect because I know they're human. They're not what I'm about to try and make them be. So I look at them, I'm like, okay, this is a beautiful woman. She was so beautiful, like, she was beautiful, like, on a whole nother level, but it wasn't a level above what I understand is beautiful because I see beautiful women all the time, but this was somebody who was just naturally just beautiful, you know? And I look over, she was like, again, and she had dreads. And she had, she had a, um, she had a damn tree in her arms, in one of her arms. She had a, a, a tree plant. I, don't, I think it was one of them fake tree plants, but she was walking around with a big old tree plant. I'm like, what the hell? So I look and I, you know, every every now and then I see something really bad. I I get comfortable, lean back and then get to looking and seeing what I'm, what I'm dealing with. So I look at it and I'm automatically click back into my mind of all these visions that I had in my head about this mansion and about the woman that was in the mansion. And she was that girl complexion, right? So when I see her, I'm like, oh man, that's the time. I was like, she better, I better. I like, so, you know, I'm going through my little motion and I take my card and I'm like, hold on. I'm about to push that way and see what it is. So I'm pushing that, I push that way and then I'm like, Shit, hell no. Nah. So I reverse out that motherfucker and I hit the corner. And I'm like, oh, yeah. If this is meant for us to have a conversation, she going to come behind me. And she going she gonna to force a conversation, but she didn't. She went the other way. And I was like, 
yes. Part of me was like, hell yeah. And part of me was like, yo, why did you run from that? You knew that you were supposed to you were supposed to talk to her. And even if it wasn't your soulmate, you were supposed to check and see if that was your soulmate. I, fi- I figured that out after I hightailed up out of there. So I hightailed up out of there, didn't buy nothing. Usually I go in there and buy something because I'm trying to flip it and turn $1 into 10 right? $1 into 30 right? So after that, I'm like, let me escape up out of here because... I ain't got time to be sweating. You know what I'm saying? The girl see me and she like, damn, what this nigga, what this nigga on? She gonna sweat me, right? So I only got time to be sweating. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna, boom, hit the door. Pew, cross the street, right? Go to the next strip store. So I go to the next strip store and I walk in. As soon as I walk in, I look to the left. I see a cut, I see a woman. Would look like she had the same clothes on, same skin complexion, but I gotta I looked at her again because I must have seen that spiritual thing on her too, and I looked again and it was somebody who looked just like her, just a lot older. And um, eventually we the store small, so we ran into each other, and she was like, "Oh, this is." She was saying little things around me. She was like, "Oh, this is hand painted and." Blase, blase, she was trying to talk to me. But I said something to her while she was looking around. And um, I found out she was Jamaican. And, you know, I was like, oh, this is Jamaican right here. This is that Jamaican. This is that Jamaican wolo. And I'm like, look, I said I want to meet my closest soulmate, but, you know, I don't think I'm really ready to meet my closest soulmate. Cause at first first of all, I don't wanna be tied down with nobody, especially in my struggle. You know, that's just not you know, that's just not my forte. That's not what I master at. You know what I'm saying? Cause I see a lot of women out here that's not with their soulmates, not with they not with somebody who care about them. I see a lot of men out here not with the person they they really care about. And they suffering from that shit, man. You know, that shit is borderline torture when shit go to hell. You know, you ever realize how motherfuckers act when, you know, the bills ain't paid or one of y'all get locked up or one of y'all mama tripping on the situation or y'all ain't got nowhere to stay, man, and motherfuckers ain't loyal, flip, flip out on you. You know, and them ain't even your soulmates. You know what I'm saying? I done seen people like running through the mud, but they soulmates. You can't even say shit. You can't even judge that. But when you see two people who don't really even like each other, you know, I don't wish the I don't wish the worst on them, but I just know I ain't got no pity for them. Because you shouldn't even be with that person. I ain't got no pity for you. But I think I kinda ran away from the situation today. Just like old funny-ass nigga. And uh, at the end of the day, you know, I like what I like. You know what I'm saying? If they, if I push the envelope and they push back, you know, it's on the popping. It is what it is, man. You understand me? But uh, it's got me mind-boggled about the whole soulmate thing. It's funny how I do a whole bunch of affirmations about money. I do a whole bunch of, hey, I want this money. This money is what I want. I want this much next some some years. 
and I just make a few sentences about soulmates and relationships, and this shit just pop up on me like that. And you know, uh, I've been on my spiritual journey. It don't stop. It ain't no day I just turn this shit off. I probably could talk about something every day. But uh, when you say an affirmation about me and your soulmate, just make sure that you that you uh, uh, edit it and clean it up all the way and make sure it's precise. Because, see, situations like this, now I'm left wondering, well, what the hell went on? And then at the end of the day, not having that conversation, it's kind of like, well, that probably wasn't my soulmate. She just looked like somebody I had in a vision, you know what I'm saying, with a daughter. And I mean, I personally, out of all the colors of African-American women, Jamaican women, Haitian women, black Australians, did I make that up? Black English women. African women, sub-Saharan African women, them real dark Nigerian women, and Kenyans. Out of all of them, I love them nice-skinned Jamaican women, boy. It ain't on be it. I mean, that's how I came into the game, man. Like, looking at them nice-skinned Jamaican women and getting cool with them on the Instagram. I mean, and I'm just... I'm just so crazy about one of them. It's just like, oh my God, it's just like a nigga's a nigga didn't turn into a motherfucking whole fan groupie out this motherfucker. But um, you know, eventually you learn sometimes it be it be some <laughs> it be an issue, you did. If you ain't where you supposed to be in your life, then you be missing out on your soulmates. You know what I'm saying? You be missing out on the ones you like the most. You know, it ain't always the it ain't always the bad bitches. Sometimes it's just the real bitches. But you know, the real ugly bitches, you gotta make sure you duck and dodge, duck and dodge. I'm out. What's up, people? Air Talks in here. Gonna be talking about a whole bunch of nothing. But everything under the sun. When I say I'm talking about nothing, because I don't want the charges to stick. Can't nobody say I said anything. By the time they find out, I done changed states. I done changed nicknames. I done changed the game. By the time they figure out what's really going on, nigga, I done been around this motherfucker and came back, nigga. So, with that being said, feelings. People try to hit you with these feelings. You know, if you're not in tune with your feelings, you're not in tune with your soul. How I know this? I read it in a book of somebody who was smart. And if you don't want to take this advice, don't take this advice, but please listen to this story. So there was a kid 
His name was Johnny. Johnny was the one on the block. Johnny was the one that nobody could stop. Johnny was the one that already had the game pre-roll. He ain't had to go to the store and get the blunt and go find the weed, man. He His game was pre-roll. He was shot call. He was a young baller. He moved like a young baller. He might not have the money like a young baller yet, but he had he was calling the shots, right? And um, one day, he starts to rap, and everybody think, oh, John's the man. He going to start rapping. So he start rapping. He start rapping. He start rapping. Then he signed a record deal. He signed a record deal two years later. They're like, oh, Johnny the Rapper. So they start calling Johnny the Rapper. So he's Johnny the Rapper, Johnny the Rapper. But... You got Petey. Petey from right up the street. Petey always had to go find the weed, man. Petey always had to go ask his mama for change to go get the blunt. Petey always had to ask. And so when he see Johnny the rapper, he see him on. He see him sign for record deal with two million. He like, oh, he sold his soul. He sold his soul. So meanwhile, Petey telling people, yeah, he signed, he sold his soul. Meanwhile, Petey telling people, man, don't fuck with me no more. I don't fuck with y'all. Petey is going off. Petey is mad because Johnny sold his soul. Petey mad because his mama won't give him cash no more for the blunt. Petey is just mad. He can't even find the weed man. The weed man not even respecting his money no more. Petey is just all around mad, man. Petey start losing his feelings, right? Slowly start losing his feelings, right? So Petey pick up the gun. He know Johnny got the gun because Johnny going to rap about the guns. He know Johnny the Rapper raps about the guns, so he really picks up the guns. And Peter is running through the streets with the gun, and he's shutting off all his feelings. Peter go run up in his auntie and mama house and take everything up out of there and take it to the pawn shop down the street. Peter don't have no feelings, y'all. Not one. Not two. Peter go find the dope, man. Right down the street in the middle of the hood and sticks him up and kills him. Kills him cold-blooded and take his body and put it behind a tree. Petey is cold-blooded. But one thing about Petey, Petey said that Johnny ain't have a soul, but what Petey didn't know Peter didn't have a soul because when you cut off your feelings and you cut off your emotions, you do not have a soul no more. Meanwhile, what Peter don't know is Johnny went and bought his mama a whole new house in the bins. Johnny went and bought his grandmama uh, a lakefront property. 
And Johnny is always on the phone with somebody from the community trying to make it a better place, not knowing all of this is going on. Petey is still hating. Now Petey a wanted man. Petey can't do nothing but move to a different state and do it all over again. Why? Because Petey didn't have a soul. Petey didn't go with his feelings instead of just saying, maybe I should watch some of the moves that the rapper doing. Maybe I can learn something. Petey cut it all off. Peter cut it off. He ain't have a soul. You know, once you cut your feelings off and once you don't acknowledge your feelings, you acknowledge you don't have a soul. So basically, you become a tool for the devil to use. And this is happening in America every day. You see all these mass murderers, these shootings, these killings. It's happening in America every day. These people that don't acknowledge their feelings, don't acknowledge their soul, are the vehicles that the, the devil use to do all of this awkward stuff. And people think it's Illuminati. People think that it's a setup. People think it's a scheme. And it's not really. It's just the devil being used in people to go take out uh, 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 certain people of importance. But you got to be careful. If you the one that ain't get on the two million, you ain't get signed, your talent wasn't that far, you have to make sure that you acknowledge where your talent is. Learn where your talent is. Learn what you can put into the game. Learn what, you, what skills you do have. You might not be a hell of a rapper, but you might be a hell of a lifesaver. You might be a hell of a fireman. You might be a hell of a... Um, you might just be a hell of a street nigga that save people lives. You might be a under, you might be an undercover superhero on these hoes. It's possible. It's possible. It's niggas that go around teach people all type of shit. You know, teach people how to fight. Teach people how to how to how to meditate. You know, you got doctors that ain't doctors. They might not be uh Doctor Miami. But they might be a holistic doctor like Dr. Seabee. You know what I'm saying? Acknowledge your feelings. Acknowledge how you feel about everything. Acknowledge that you do have a soul. So you don't be the vehicle that fucks up. Now, the most recent thing I've seen in this situation with this soul and people not having one and, you know, is in the Nipsey Hussle situation. See, the dude that killed Nipsey Hussle was more like Petey. Nipsey Hussle was more like Johnny the Rapper. See, this was built up over a long amount of long period of time. See, I even got to watch a video where these two hug each other, basically. You know, you could tell it was fate, but it was a hug. It was Nipsey embracing him because Nipsey has had the soul. Nipsey had the soul in this situation. But I'm sure that guy, maybe he understood it, maybe he didn't. But what he did was he let money, he let either money or he let either his hatred 
be a vehicle that he used, just like a new Benz, just like a new foreign Maserati, just like a like that thing on the Forgiados. He used hatred and jealousy and probably some money to kill the one with the soul. But one thing about the soul is not the physical body. When you pass and you die, your soul still lives. That's why when people at the funerals, they say, and the soul still lives on. And his soul, her soul still lives on. Rest in peace to everybody who had to go through that. Then when people that's depressed, this hatred, ain't got no feelings, ain't got no soul, unless the devil use them to take their life early. One thing I can't understand is why nobody really understands this part of the soul and why nobody understands that the devil is really getting in people who don't have their soul but got a strong mind and using their the idle minds as weapons against the ones with the soul, about the ones who have feelings, about the ones who is trying to uh, feel a certain way about their community, you know, because some people don't feel no type of way about their community, so they they kill everybody in the community. You know, if you gave some of these niggas nuclear bombs, these niggas would kill everybody, including their family. You understand? So, like I said, rest in peace to all the people that done lost their lives to that. And man, they go for these this pharmacy, these pharmacies too, man. They killing they killing our trill OGs too, man. They killing our real OGs too, man. These niggas out here that shooting and getting money, they not necessarily our OGs, nigga. They be they put these things, they put the same kind of guns and bullets, they put them in in the medicine cabinets. You know? So just like I said, rest in peace. Um, more of the story is if you don't acknowledge how you really feel about certain things. I mean, you ain't got to acknowledge how you feel about the chick, right? You ain't got to acknowledge how you feel about that, 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 huh? But you got to acknowledge how you feel about your family. You got to acknowledge that because next thing you know, you might be in a gunfight with your brother. You might be in a gun battle with your family. Because you ain't got the soul. Because you want to acknowledge how you feel. Nigga, picture you being in a gun battle with your daddy, nigga. Some niggas have went through that. Like I said, so many scenarios. Nigga, this is not a game. But check this out. I'm out.